step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You know, it was a particularly ugly incident that left an indelible impression with me. Very, very impressive insight about um, Juana kids. Um, most NBA players now have a Juana clause in their marriages. Um, <laughs> at the first sign of marital strife, you're not allowed into the arena. Um, yeah. unless Especially not courtside there. Exactly. Yeah. You're sitting in unless the Jack Nicholson seats with Spike Lee. Mike Vaccaro of the New York Post. I had a very interesting article in the New York Post recently talking about curses. We talk about curses all the time, and in sports, usually fan bases that revolve around curses are very beleaguered. How have New York fans, how are they handling all the success from their basketball team? I'm not quite sure I know how to respond. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's different to walk around and not see people just want to be mad all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't help but think that the curse was there, and there were signs of the curse, which you have to look for in matters of the occult. You have to see through the cracks a little bit. Uh, I couldn't help but think of the image of Jemana Kidd cursing him out and rooting against him. And she was sitting there uh, holding uh, their son, and uh, there was Kidd uh, out there on the court, and uh, she's screaming, I miss it, miss it, Jason, you're a bum. You know, those are elements that can only come about, yeah, things or circumstances that can only come out of the occult. There is an element of slapstick that goes that dovetails nicely with the occult, and that's what makes the net so irresistible these last 45 years. <laughs> well put. The time. Wake up with Defoe, joined by Luby. Welcome to the Defoe Show. Well, once again, everybody, great to have you guys with us here on the ALT Depot Show, brought to you by Altitude International. A little even keel Wednesday working here. We all want to be even keel heading into the Memorial Day weekend, although a somewhat psychotic Mike Luby Lubitz is with me, as always, here on the show, riding shotgun, if you will. And we'll take you up until 10 o'clock today. Uh, Dave Hyde going to be with us around 735 after a deal Volkswagen to Forest Files, which, of course, is celebrating and. I want to say, I mean, this has a chance. It's not really Cinderella. This has a chance to be one of the scintillating stories of all time. Uh, The foundation right now is uh, a very tentative one because it's based largely on one game. And we'll see what happens tonight when Spencer Knight is in the pipes for the Florida Panthers. The Panthers once again for the second time in the series facing elimination. And, uh, wow, uh, this would be the biggest shocker ever if somebody else started, right? They put Bobo Brazil in there. Bobrowski, uh, he's been horrible in the series so far. And Chris Drieger uh, was uh, okay until they got to the second period of that game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're getting bombarded here. Yeah, can we get some air support? You were looking for planes to fly overhead and help this cat out. But, uh, no, he got blasted for five goals. Uh, Joel Quenville uh, takes a big gamble here, and it was debated on the show a little bit. Although there was a misunderstanding between Mike Luby Lubitz and me over what exactly. See, I, I don't know that you... Look, I, I don't remember a lot of stuff that I said from one hour to the next. I kind of do, right? I mean, that's what you have to do. You have to be 
editing the material all the time, right? Did I ever finish that story? No, Dave, you left that three hours That's ago. That's the only thing. It's not that you don't remember. It's that you don't remember to go back. That's our only yeah. issue here. Yeah, but uh, well, with you, I mean, uh, it's it's just incredible that, uh, you know, and, and you can flip-flop on a dime. But uh, you were uh, debating uh, this whole thing about uh, putting Spencer Knight in the pipes, and then you mentioned getting playoff experience. And I, literally, I mean, from a sports standpoint, I'm thinking that is the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. And sure enough, it was mentioned. I mean, that that's what's even more insane about it. Because you're, you're throwing a guy out there. I mean, you're basically saying our other two guys can't do the job, so what do we have to lose, right? Let's throw this guy out there, see what he can do. But, you know, the playoff experience may never come up again when it comes to the Florida Panthers. We don't know that. Right? I mean, it certainly looks like they're on a decent path here. And it's Bill Zito could be the executive of the year and maybe deservedly so, but I don't know. Does that tarnish any if they get eliminated tonight and uh, maybe Spencer Knight doesn't have it? This this could go one of a couple of ways yeah, or uh, many different ways. But uh, we haven't had this uh, feeling here uh, only a few times in the history of South Florida sports, right? Marino came in and lit it up right yep. away yep. and became Marino. Dwayne Wade came to a lousy Heat team, but I do remember my good friend and radio contemporary, the great Joyce Kaufman, had season tickets and she kept giving me the business, saying, now, what kind of sports fan are you? You have to come out here and see what's going on with this Dwayne Wade kid, who was an early tout to me. And obviously, he was a well-respected player. He had that big run in the NCAA tournament with Marquette and came into prominence yep. and then became the number five pick overall in that year's draft, which included uh, other certain Hall of Famers, everybody but Darko. Do we get into Joe Dumars again? No. I mean, that would be a bad tangent to go off on. But, man, ruined his career, huh? Never take a guy with a Marx Brothers name. But Dwayne Wade essentially came in. I remember going out there with Joyce, and uh, we went to several games then after that because Dwayne Wade boy, was uh, such a special talent. You thought, wow, this team is not going to be bad for uh, long, uh, not with this guy in the lineup. And sure enough, they weren't. Uh, they would eventually uh, win a championship with Dwayne Wade before they even became the big three. With a bloated shack, can you imagine? And Zoe coming back from like a kidney transplant. Pretty incredible uh, how Riley was able to make that work. But uh, nonetheless, Dwayne Wade was a special talent, and he sustained it for however long he was here in South Florida. There, there was that brief uh, respite there where uh, they were at odds, huh? Can you imagine Dwayne Wade? I, I know that was uh, sort of a storyline. Did you ever buy that, that he really wanted to go back and play in Chicago, his hometown? No, no, no. It was all in the heat. Come he was on. pissed at Riley in the heat. All right, and then we had that, uh, this guy wasn't able to sustain it, but we had that same feeling here, and this could possibly happen. I mean, if Spencer Knight wins tonight for the Florida Panthers, could we not be looking at a Dontrell Willis? Yes. Dontrell train type of situation. Now, unfortunately, Dontrell uh, only was like that for about a year and change. Yep. And then it quickly and abruptly came to an end, much like uh, the storyline did for Mark the Bird Fidrich or any of these other pitching sensations. Fernando Mania sustained itself, and, of course, Fernando Valenzuela uh, had an excellent career, you would have to say, overall. Although, uh, I, I don't know, did he ever... He, he was good for a few years at that Fernando Mania level, was he not, Fernando Valenzuela? That first year was just outrageous, though. I mean, captured the imagination of the entire city, a very indifferent sports city in some ways, like Los Angeles. Uh, they're spread out all over the place, uh, but they do have loyalty to their teams, and especially love the Dodgers there. So uh, that, that was a huge story there at the time, uh, Fernando Mania, and it was around the country. Uh, could we get that if Spencer Knight can somehow parlay his game the other night 
and do it again tonight, somehow get the Panthers through this series and become the number one goalie overnight, Luby, an overnight sensation at 20 years old. What if he takes his team into a deep run into the Stanley Cup playoffs? Am I getting way ahead of myself here? I, I yeah, I, I mean, you are, but that would be amazing. Pipe dreamer, Tifo, <laughs> Horatio Alger story, number one. It would be amazing. It would be what this city needs. We keep asking for who's going to be the star. Is it Tua? Is it Bam? Is it uh, is it Six Toe? Like who's is it Jazz? Like who's going to be the star if Knight comes out of nowhere and, and lights up this postseason? That'd be amazing. That'd be something we've been dreaming of in South Florida for two decades. A little later on uh, in this hour, around seven thirty-five, after a deal Volkswagen to Forest Files, which naturally, I mean, who is this guy, Spencer Knight? Is uh, going to give you uh, what little analysis we have about this man's lifetime at twenty years of age, but. I mean, uh, you know, we, we're quick to condemn Dale Talon, but he drafted this kid. Yes, yes, he did. And he could be the second coming uh, of Ken Dryden, for all we know. <laughs> I mean, he, he looked great in there. He was fantastic. He's slapping pucks away with his hands, with his stick, with his teeth. Pucks are uh, coming out of his uh, fanny. I mean, it was just fantastic. And it, he certainly didn't look lost. I mean, he looked like he belonged in there. He, he literally looked like the gump. Like he'd been playing a position there and was in the pipes as the number one guy his entire career. Just fantastic. After four games. So uh, maybe we have a very special story working here. We'll get into that with Dave Hyde, Sun Sentinel columnist. And, of course, it was interesting to me, and you're now buying this after being optimistic just one day earlier, Mr. Flip-Flop, Mike Luby yeah, exactly. Lubis, with your rambling Luby's Law today, which uh, did you get? No, you haven't had a chance to uh, cut and paste. I've already cut 30 bit, seconds off. I'm telling you, it's going to be totally different than what you heard. I do it every day. I edit the crap out of it. That's the only reason I'm able to go. I mean, a little preparation. Like I mean, this is a special piece. Why? Why not a little? I prepare a lot. Everyone yelled at me. Down? I used to write it, and everyone said, "Why do we? We don't want that from you. We want you to be you." Okay. So that. So this is what you get. But I edit the crap out of it because I don't need it to sound like a rambling mess when it airs. So yes, it'll be very different than what you just heard recorded. We mentioned the great philosopher Albert Camus. Yes. Albert Camus. Uh, earlier, sounds like a horse trainer, doesn't he? <laughs> and uh, the five, a French bred, trained by Albert Camus. Uh, anyway, and and he was trying to convince you that uh, life was meaningless. But you are, are really uh, drawing from a, another group of philosophers there when uh, you do this whole thing with the Luby's Law, because uh, you're, you're very much in the sophist mode, where you make both sides of the argument mm -hmm. in the same sentence. I love that about you. I didn't do this Well, they today. could be good, but they could be bad. They could be good, but they could be bad. In the two-day span. That's coming that. up at 9 o'clock, the edited version. Thank goodness it was pre-recorded. <laughs> we could have lost the job there, Luby, with that thing. There was like a four-minute commercial block, and uh, you were rambling through the whole thing. All time, yep. I could tell it was a little choppy, though. All right, uh, coming back with more. Dave Hyde going to join us. A deal, Volkswagen, the Forest Files on tap. It's an even kill Wednesday. The ALT Defoe Show is brought to you by Altitude International. We'll also grab some of your telephone calls if you like, although we have uh, a, a very tight uh, roster here of people and excellent people coming on the show, including John Feinstein, Mike Mayo, the Gambling Gourmet. Always love talking to Ron Rothstein. What do you think Ronnie's going to say about this? Mike Luby Lubitz? This, I don't know. Uh, he was very honest. He was very frustrated with their performance in Game 2, so... That's why I like Coach Rothstein. He knows his organization really well, and he doesn't pull punches. Epitaph was one of my favorite songs by the great group King Crimson with a breakthrough album involving synthesizers. And uh, this, of course, uh, Luby is when music was music, played by real musicians. There you go. And here, here's, a, here's a record that still sticks in my head. Uh, what would this be? Like about 51 years later, 52 years later, after it came out, in the court of the Crimson uh, King, in the court of the Crimson King by the great band King Crimson,
who uh, spawned uh, many other uh, great groups uh, out, out of that original group. And uh, Scoop was writing an epitaph uh, yesterday, was he not? Scoop's calling yes, here on the show for the Miami Heat, and you bought it. You, you were just in. so optimistic like a, a day before, <laughs> Luby. I mean, come on. Which is it, kid? I'm where you he is. You can't be swayed that easily. Yeah. After All the moves game. were wrong. Everything they did in the offseason was a bust. They kept the wrong guys. They let the wrong guys go. Although uh, Jay Crowder out of the corner for Phoenix last night wasn't exactly on fire, my friend. No, no, I... That's not the moves that were bad. I mean, I, I'm not mad at their offseason moves. I just think this group has sort of hit its zenith and they need to tweak some things. Oh, you are so wishy-washy, man. I mean, just the day before, you thought they had this thing in the bag. They lost by 30. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss of death. Brent Musburger does exactly, in our Marlins. Exactly. Sisyphus syndrome uh. very much in effect, which is why we bring up the great philosopher Albert Camus. Was he great or was he just like a bummer, this guy? He was... He I was like uh, Stephen Wright uh, as a philosopher, yes. wasn't he? I remember like The Stranger was very depressing. The world. Very depressing. Did you carry that book around with no. you? Uh, was that in vogue when you were at FSU? Because <laughs> no. uh, I, I got a lot of mileage in picking up chicks with uh, <laughs> I love that. a copy of The Stranger, which was a real easy book to read, although I have no idea what it was about. <laughs> exactly. It was like 50 pages, and I didn't understand yeah. any of it. <laughs> it was like carrying around back in the day Khalil Gibran. Nice. Which uh, he had a bunch of very clever sayings, like, uh, don't stop until it's over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the birds and the bees uh, conversation right there? And uh, and don't make it too quick. All right, we're coming back with more. I'm Jeff DeForest. He's Mike Luby Luby. It's the ALT Defoe Show on an even keel Wednesday. Uh, brought to you by Altitude International, altitude-international.com. For more information about this great company, Brooklyn, big winners over Boston, covered the spread. That happened last night, 2-0, and and it looks like Boston is toast. Uh, you would have to say that that is a fair conclusion. The Lakers, as you predicted, Louie, bounced back and slapped Phoenix around, yeah. although Chris Paul's absence from the lineup he, he was in the game. Yes, he has a bum shoulder, and he's essentially playing like the one-armed man in The Fugitive. <laughs> it was you, Kimball! <laughs> you could hear people in the crowd. It was you, Kimball! He, knew- he couldn't raise... Uh, one of his uh, arms above his head there. I forget oh, which shoulder it was. Well, I know in game one he definitely was hurt, but I, th- I didn't even think that it had moved into game two. Uh, very half-hearted effort. I mean, he gave it an effort. The effort was 100% uh, playing out there hurt, but uh, couldn't do much. I think he scored seven points in a game in 20-some-odd minutes. Uh, Dallas, 127. The Clippers, 121. That calls for a... Clippers supposed to be. You've been touting them as the best team in I the West, Luby, all season long. Down 0-2 after losing two in the home wood. Not good for the uh, L.A. Clippers. It's V. Stiviano syndrome. <laughs> Back with more in a moment. Now that, Mr. Time. Marlins keep rolling that rock up the hill and then having it fall backwards. Fall two behind 500 right now, and they're at Deal Volkswagen run for 71. It's 720. Fake news would tell you that we don't care for Jews. I tell you all this because I've seen it all, so I just want to set the record straight while they're here. One of our attorneys is a Jew. We have very close friends that are Jewish and rabbis, and we also fellowship with them. There is nothing better than Defo. Welcome back to The Defo Show. Welcome back to the show. Dave Hyde coming up in just a few minutes on an Even Keel Wednesday. Even Keel Fish Shack. Great spot. I think Jersey might have ventured out there with Karen. Let's try the oysters. 
Grilled oysters are great there. I love the way uh, that you uh, manage to not slobber those down in your usual fashion. Very refined uh, dining techniques now for you, Mike Luby Lubitz. It wasn't easy, I'm not going to lie. With the creativity they use at that joint and the aura, the aromas, and the way they were just grabbed with bringing it out all night for us. Uh, it wasn't easy, but I did my best because I didn't want to embarrass the one and only Mike Mayo as, and your lovely wife on our adventure. So I did my best, and I'm, I appreciate them. It was a great experience. I look forward to going back. Oh, you couldn't embarrass the Mustang. E- even though you were very refined and uh, obviously a reformed <laughs> diner from your previous times of uh, eating with the two of us uh, and you know, many different occasions, usually on the road somewhere and usually in some uh, fancy schmancy uh, setup. Uh, she still condemned you as being a slum. No, no. <laughs> no you were great, uh, Louie. That was great. And, uh, Brad, I, I love the enthusiasm. I love when the chef himself gets out there. And it's not just with us, right, because the Gambling Gourmet was there, which is the equivalent of what? Like having the FBI show up uh, with wiretaps. I mean, uh, you got the food critic for the Sun Sentinel for many years, and the Let's Eat South Florida guy can be very influential. Did you sense that? Yes. That Mayo has some real power now in the restaurant industry, this guy, Mike Mayo. Gambling Gourmet, but longs to be just a stone degenerate, which is why we love the guy and uh, covered sports for so many years. He's going to join us later on on the show. John Feinstein in the 8 o'clock hour. Ron Rothstein is going to join us in the 9 o'clock hour. Ronnie Rothstein, uh, what, what do you do? I mean, it, which game was the aberration, I guess, is the big question tonight, going uh, or tomorrow night, going into that Heat-Milwaukee game. What was it, the second game? I, I couldn't believe how Scoop, he wrote the epitaph, and you immediately jumped on that bandwagon, Luby, as if you wanted to sit on the gravestone of Pat Riley and the Miami Heat. Well, why don't you just uh, go out to the cemetery right now and start throwing <laughs> flowers over the Heat logo? Could they not I win mean, this it, next game in the series? I mean, I, is it possible? Is a Milwaukee that good? That's the thing is, I see them winning game three. I don't think that they're going to get swept. I think Charles Barkley. Now they're dead. Okay. I know, right. I know. Thanks. I, but I don't, I don't, <laughs> I just, to see them come back the way that the Bucks played and all the stuff that Ethan said yesterday made a lot of sense. Like, ring true if you watch the way they played a lot of this season. It just feels like they, they've hit, they're out of gas. Marino did it. He came in and sparked the Miami Dolphins and their fans right away. It was an inspiration. Thank you, Danny Boy, for uh, all of those brilliant years. Dwayne Wade did it, although it was uh, a little less obvious because uh, the team had a monumental climb after uh, he was drafted number five overall by the Miami Heat, Dwayne Wade, the great Dwayne Wade. But you could see the spark flying in the very first year. Yeah, for sure. He hit Dontrell a game Willis, to win a series. Yeah. Dontrell Willis, uh, fantastic, right? Uh, he came on the scene there and uh, carried the Marlins uh, into just uh, absolute glory there to win the uh, 2003 World Series, right? 2003 World Series. Yes. He was more a bullpen guy, but yes. Yeah. But uh, as soon as he uh, came on the scene, popped in there as a starter, it it was just absolutely brilliant. Chronology may be wrong on that, but uh, it was a fantastic year, right? You couldn't wait. There was a buzz around town. Two days before he would start, people were uh, lined up on the phones to call radio talk shows all over the dial. There were like 100 different sports stations. They were like, hey, is Don Trell pitching tonight? I'll hang up and listen. People cared. Could Spencer Knight do that same thing? It, it feels like from, we're on the precipice yeah. of it. Like that game one got a lot of attention from a lot of people. That's good. All right, we'll talk to Dave Hyde about that. He's been commentating on that in the Sun Sentinel and on their uh, website as well. There, uh, SunSentinel.com, where you can get all kinds of uh, subscription stature with the Sun Sentinel for like a buck. It's 
worth it, but uh, I don't know. It's a bone of contention with me, that $1. All right, uh, back with more in a moment. Now that. The time. And in the team, by the way, Deal Volkswagen doing a dynamite job. But Deal Volkswagen, the Forest Files is next at 730. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should, too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Just who is this kid we have in the pipes? That story in a moment. Hi, Jeff DeForest here for the great people at Deal Volkswagen. It's post-time at the races. Are you looking for the perfect little filly to get you around town? Well, Deal Volkswagen has plenty of certified pre-owned vehicles. It's like getting a new car without paying the new car price. They're basically selling them wholesale to the public. And they all come with the Trifecta, a clean Carfax vehicle history report, great mileage, and better prices. Jetta models, Passat models, and Tiguan models, all at great prices with Volkswagen-backed warranties. Check out their inventory online and see the great quality selection they have. Only showroom quality vehicles and many with just one owner. Real cream puffs and new inventory arriving daily, so check often. Head down to their classic location at 3601 Bird Road, get in the winner's circle with a certified pre-owned vehicle, and you'll be saying it's all about the D-E-E-L. Carfax vehicle history reports are based only on information supplied to Carfax. Carfax does not have the complete history of every vehicle. If the Florida Panthers are able to work their way back into their opening round series with Tampa Bay by winning on the road tonight, the Cinderella story of the Stanley Cup chase will assuredly be Cats goalie Spencer Knight. After stopping the last 36 shots he faced in Monday's game, Knight catapulted himself from third-string rookie to postseason centerpiece in a game that made him an overnight sensation. Knight is certainly no stranger to success. Born and raised in Connecticut, the Panther netminder starred for two years at Boston College, where he converted his success as a freshman into a run at college's coveted Richter Award as a sophomore, winding up in the final three for that honor as the top goalie in college hockey. He then starred for the United States in the Junior World Championships, beating Canada in the gold medal game, and became the top goalie prospect in the 2019 NHL entry draft. The Panthers had never before invested a first-round pick in a goalie, but grabbed Knight with the 13th overall selection 
as he became the first goaltender chosen in that year's draft. He would debut for the Cats in April, beating Columbus 5-1 before going on to start and win three more games for the Panthers without a loss, while sitting behind Sergei Bobrovsky and Chris Drieger. Rarely, if ever, would a guy third on the depth chart be handed his first playoff start in an elimination game against the defending Stanley Cup champions while the two guys ahead of him were healthy. But when coach Joel Quenville pulled the trigger and put him in the pipes with the Cats down 3-1 in the series, it turned out to be a pure stroke of genius. The cool-tempered Knight gave up a goal on the very first shot he faced, but then turned in a performance worthy of any of the greats to spark the club to a series-saving 4-1 victory. With Bobrovsky and Drieger struggling in the series, you can't imagine Knight won't be back in the pipes again tonight. A win here would represent the biggest save he has ever made, as it would virtually save the Panthers' season. It's the kind of stuff of which legends are made, and one can only hope the storylines continue and that the theme of the clash with Tampa can be summarized in song, as in Spencer, oh, what a night. Jeff DeForest for the DeForest Files. We will get probably, most likely we will get less because I had a better deal two days ago. Than what you got now? Yep. You had a better offer for Cousins well, talk, two days ago? Talk to, talk to those agents, this, what they say. Welcome back to The Defoe Show. Working on a night moves. Trying to make some fun. Here's a guy even getting to sniff out a special story and, of course, Working has commented on. Spencer Knight's brilliant performance in the pipes the other night for the Florida Panthers as they salvaged a Game 5 situation and facing elimination. They cut the deficit to 3-2 to two with a shot to uh, possibly even up the series and send it back here to Florida. Seemed improbable a couple of days ago before Spencer Knight got into the pipes. Uh, we welcome the great Sun Sentinel columnist Dave Hyde to the show. David, how are you, my friend? I'm well. Maybe not as well as Spencer Knight this morning, but I'm doing well, Defoe. I was saying this has happened a few times. Uh, two guys were able to sustain it over a long period of time where a guy came in and just lit it up right from the start. Now, we don't know that uh, he isn't going to go uh, face down uh, onto the ice tonight uh, and go down in defeat. But uh, if he gets on a run here and somehow the Panthers win this series and move on and maybe even win another series with Knight in the pipes, is this not up there with uh, the debuts of Marino, Dwayne Wade, and the Don Trell train when that was happening, although that, that was kind of short-lived? Yeah, and I, you know what? I, what it is right now is Miguel Cabrera coming up in September for the Marlins, and then going against Roger Clemens in the in the World Series and hitting a home run. You know, it's such a short uh, sample, one game, one night. That uh, let's see where it goes. But you know, he's been the guy the Panthers have been looking to for a while. Uh, last, you know, when you when you heard him in their system and. Um, it tells you that they just threw him out there, how much they think of him. Now, can he go do that in Tampa in his, in his second playoff game? Uh, you know, you know the, the, the Panthers drew a bad match, and, uh, you know, the question is, can Knight save, save the series, really? He did a great job, saved everything but that first shot, which, uh, unfortunately, uh, victimized by uh... – a wide-open two-on-one that uh, Tampa created, and they've done that throughout the series, but then he stopped everything else. He looked like Ken Dryden in there. It was fantastic. Uh, now, uh, Bobo there, uh, Bobo Bravowski, uh, he uh, he just uh, all of a sudden uh, reverted back to uh, what he was last year. After having a decent season, you didn't know that uh, he was going to be spectacular enough 
to uh, carry the team through the playoffs. And, and so, you know, after Drieger gave up the five goals in a second period, I mean, did Joel Quenville have any choice but but to go ahead and throw this kid out there? Because uh, uh, the other two guys were so suspect so far against Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he had a choice. I mean, uh, you got the seventy million dollar goalie. Um, organizationally, do you? You basically they've given up on Bobrovsky. They're, they're telling you he's not our guy, and Spencer Knight's our guy. And it look, if Spencer Knight didn't have the the uh, game he had. Um, then we'd all be saying, what are they putting out a young rookie out there who's played four NHL games um, when they got a $70 million guy on the roster? So, I mean, they got tough, I don't know, tough decisions. How do they, what do they do with Bobrovsky now? He wasn't even active that game, which either said, uh, you know, it hasn't come out. I can't imagine he was happy about not playing and being replaced by a rookie. Um but it worked out well for the Panthers. Uh, Spencer Knight obviously is their future. The question is, uh, uh, can they can they throw Bobrovsky in the expansion draft with uh, uh, and and give Seattle a perk in addition to Bobrovsky to take him? I, I mean, uh, it'll be interesting to see see that part of the uh, equation to the decision. But I thought it was a tough decision for you know for the, the Panthers organizationally, maybe not for that particular game, but to say we're giving up on a guy we still owe $50 million to. I mean, that decision. That's interesting. Uh, might have lost uh, Dave Hyde there for a second. Now we still, uh, He's there. still cooking, uh, Mike Louie Lubitz? He's there. Yeah. I'm here, I think. Okay, good, good. Yeah, no, I lost you a little bit there. I, I couldn't help but think of Ozzie Guillen screaming at Jeffrey Laurie. I, I'm not throwing Bell out there again. What, are you kidding me? I don't care that you paid him $9 million a year. It's interesting, <laughs> too, because a, a lot of people. That's a good one, yeah. yeah. That's a good well, comparison. And also, uh, but, yeah, Bobrovsky hasn't been the guy. Look, Dreger outplayed Bobrovsky during the regular season. He, he was yeah. better. And, and – so Bobrovsky looks like one of the he, – he could have been a, a signing that really sank the franchise if, if they hadn't – you know, if Dale Talon hadn't drafted uh, Spencer Knight, too. Interesting, yeah. He drafted Knight, who looks like – well, we'll see tonight uh, if he can uh, go ahead and kind of consolidate what everybody thinks now, that this guy is a coming star in the league if he didn't become one overnight, an overnight sensation already. All right, the Miami Heat. They get bludgeoned in game two of that series after you were thinking. And I thought this logic was okay, even though it came from uh, Luby Brown. And that was that that 107-105 overtime defeat in game number one wasn't really all that bad because uh, their two guys didn't play well that they're counting on the most, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler. And yet they still found themselves, uh, it took a miracle shot by Chris Middleton in overtime to seal that game. Uh, I don't know that you could have ever anticipated what was going to happen in game number two. Now, we had uh, one of your former contemporaries, the great Scoop Skolnick, on yesterday. And it's interesting how things flip-flop so quickly, not to say that Scoop flipped on this, but all of a sudden everything that the team did all season long was wrong, and they're doomed in the series. Uh, how do you see that, Dave Hyde? <laughs> I mean, we went from one day thinking, hey, this is uh, kind of a moral victory, if you will, that they, they stunk the joint out with two of their big stars and still were within two of uh, winning the ball game in overtime, uh, To uh, which was the aberration, that this blowout. I mean, they looked like zombies out there the other night against Milwaukee. Yeah, and you put, you put the two games together. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And Milwaukee spent all offseason, and Giannis spent all offseason. Um, gearing up for this rematch, and and they're, 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 Milwaukee in many ways atoned for the being swept off the court by the Heat last year in these first two games. John, Giannis now is covering Butler, and if you remember last year after Game One when Butler had forty points, fifteen in the fourth quarter, Giannis said, "Why would I cover Jimmy?" You know, he he was asked, "Well, did you ask to be put on Jimmy?" He was uh, considering he is the the uh, defensive player of the year. Um, and he said, why would I do that? You know, why, why would I ask to be put on Butler? Well, now he's on Butler, and he's shutting down Butler, and his size, you know, 6'11", long frame, is, is a problem. And same with Adebayo. Adebayo just has fits with Lopez's 7-foot, you know, and, and, and the way he's sagging off him. Um, you, this isn't two games for, for, for Adebayo, excuse me. Um, this is all year against him. He's shooting 35% this year against the Bucks and averaging 12.8 points. He's, he's, so it isn't just a series. Those two big guys with their big frames are causing all sorts of problems for the Heat. I, you know, and you know, as far as ripping the Heat or questioning what they've done all, all year, well, it's, it's you know, it, it worked all last year. Everybody was saying that in the NBA Finals, they're geniuses. They didn't just all of a sudden become stupid. They just ran into a a team in a matchup that's trouble. It looked like the Washington Generals could have given the Heat a game <laughs> in game two. <laughs> so, and, and now it's uh, Ron DeSantis' city. I think uh, DeSantis is replacing Bernie the mascot because they're going to have a full house there uh, for uh, game uh, number three of this series. Uh, is there reason to anticipate a turnaround? Uh, or you know, I, I keep asking the question: Which game was the aberration? And uh, it seems like, I mean, after you get beaten and bludgeoned that badly, you, you, your immediate thought is, oh, geez, that, that's the reality of it. Because uh, Milwaukee shot the ball poorly from three-point range. Now they were spectacular in game two, but they, they were very poor in the first game, uh, the game they hung on by, by a basket. I don't think there's any reason to think that he won't come back tonight or uh, Thursday. I mean, the, the way they've played, the way they've – um, carried themselves. I expect them. I expect Butler and uh, Adebayo to come out certainly better than the first two games, which isn't saying a whole lot. But yeah, I expect it um, if they go down to go down swinging. I don't. I don't. Uh, everything we've seen about the Heat the last couple of years with this this uh, roster shows that they come back from and and they are they are in the cliche of the times resilient. Um, so, um, do they win the series? You know, I, I had Milwaukee in seven before, so I, I'm not going to change that. But You're still alive, yeah. Certainly don't. There you go. I don't expect the Heat to go out like they have the, the in game two. Coming to you from the Off Leads Only Studios, talking a little South Florida sports with the one and only Dave Hyde. Follow him up on Twitter at Dave Hyde Sports. As you look at the Heat, and you just said, look, 
And we it's where we all were. This group worked last year. Well, why not? You know, they tried to tweak it in the offseason, add to it, and run back with the main core. It does feel like they've sort of hit like a zenith. Like this, they, they're sort of t- capping out with this exact group. Are you looking for any, them to make any changes, add anything in the offseason, Dave? Well, they need size. I, I mean, you look at – look, Spolstra was uh, – when they were down – I don't know, 20 to 30, it seemed like, as as they were most of the game. I mean, Dwayne Dedman played more minutes in the most important game of the year, game two, than he, than he had all season. So uh, that, that tell, and he's seven foot. He's the one guy with size on the, they need size if they're going to play um, Milwaukee, more size um, to give them some better options. And, and, and just look at, we talk about uh what Milwaukee's doing to them defensively. Look at the heat, the, the point man for the defense against Giannis um, is Trevor Ariza, who, who's given up three inches and 30 pounds. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's yeah. so, um, you know, Jay Crowder was a bigger frame last year and had a fighting chance uh, against some of the guys he was put against. Um, so, yeah, the, the heat, you know, what, now, where do you go out and you get a big yeah. body who's talented? That's, you know, there doesn't seem one obviously on the market. Um, let's face it. Giannis was the guy who was supposed to be available this year, but he resigned. He re-upped with Milwaukee uh, after last season. So um, I'm sure if the heat go out like this, there will be some change coming. How often do you think we'll have to reference Sisyphus syndrome when it comes to the Marlins this year? <laughs> In the sense that, and, uh, you know, this is uh, in honor of the great uh, and very negative philosopher uh, Albert Camus, who I uh, milked uh, to try and uh, look like I had some level of intellect to uh, many women, uh, unsuspecting women on the quad of Syracuse University. Carried the book around, never read it. But uh, they keep rolling this rock up the hill to 500, and every time they get there, Dave, they get pushed back. And yet... I was reading uh, this morning, some guy online was uh, grading the first quarter of the season for all teams, gave the Miami Marlins an A-, minus, saying that they've done a great job so far keeping things together. Uh, what, what is your thought there? Well, we see this team, and now, I mean, we're, we're engaged in a deal Volkswagen run for 71, but uh, is that goal too short? Uh, is it possible? Do you see them maybe really getting it together and uh, rolling up that hill, finally getting the rock up there, and, and maybe even contending this year? That that sounds outrageous, doesn't it? But uh, is it impossible? Um, well, look at the lineup. The the not not only was it uh, going to be offensively challenged to start the year, then they lose Marte. Now they've lost others, and and uh, can they score enough runs? And you saw it last. Can they score enough runs? That's really going to be the question of the season. They're they're pitching. You, you look at their young starters, especially if they get Sixto Sanchez back. They they're they're there. They're ready to win. Um, the lineup isn't there, so um, they are being presented with a nice little chance here, though. The, the uh, injuries across the NL East um, to some teams that spent a lot of money. Um, you know, the Mets, the Phillies. Uh, that that's given the, an opening here for the for the Marlins. Um, I, I just I, I'm just not. I need to see something from their offense uh, consistently that you haven't seen um, to say that they're going to have their surprise people this year. All right, maybe I got a little carried away. Dave, uh, thanks for the perspective as always. <laughs> by the way, by the way, that the, the Sisyphus syndrome. You know, I've always I've referred to um, the Stockholm syndrome 
when when uh, the, the New England Patriots watching them, I felt kidnapped by them for 20 years. <laughs> and, 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 and I felt like I was a Stockholm syndrome. I was kidnapped and I fell in love with my kidnappers. You know, I, I admired them. Look at what they do and how great they are. So, yeah, yeah there, there are syndromes in sports, Tifo. Well, and uh, there's a journalistic connection there with uh, Patty Hearst, of course. A little Stockholm syndrome, right? All of a sudden, she's carrying a rifle, robbing banks uh, out of nowhere. All right. Uh, thanks so much, Dave. Always a pleasure, my friend. And uh, we'll talk to All you right. again real soon, we hope. All right. Dave Hyde, right, ladies and gentlemen. Sun Sentinel. Had me. I didn't mention that buck. Why is that a bone of contention with me, that buck? One dollar. Yeah, I don't know. I'm the same way. Not a, yeah. a lot of money at all, but for some reason it stops me. It was back in the day, right? Because uh, I do remember the major D at the Dharma Grave restaurant, which I've mentioned before here. One of the many restaurant jobs I had on my way to this fine perch uh, atop the uh, journalism world. Uh, and the guy used to always say as he sat you a uh, table of decent tippers, known to be decent tippers, give me one dollar. That's exactly how he said it. So I don't want to get into a John Cena thing. How, how about this when uh, the comments of a professional wrestler uh, make enough news headlines uh, that he has to apologize on his hands and knees like he was a mass wrestler, John Cena, for making a politically incorrect statement and uh, part of this new cancel country. This is a pro wrestler, McMahon! What are we talking about here? All right, back with more in a moment. Now that. The time. We thought he was talking about China, the wrestler. May she rest in peace. Came up on the show the other day. It's uh, 7.55. LeBron de tres en camino. Sí, señor. El rey. LeBron James tiene 34 puntos. Grab a bagel and a schmear, plus some Defo and Luby. Welcome back to the Defo Show. That could have been from last night's game. The Lakers bounced back in their series against Phoenix, 109-102. Lakers now even at one apiece after it looked like they might be going down. I don't think the networks would have it. I believe TNT named the officials for uh, last night's game. Lakers over Phoenix. <laughs> All right, we're coming back with a lot more. Stick around. John Feinstein, always a fascinating gentleman, going to join us here. Uh, no doubt we'll address that whole thing with Phil and his victory in the PGA when they had written Phil's epitaph many, many times. Like an aging Arnie Palmer, huh? They uh, had him going around Augusta National in like 86. Not the year, but the score. <laughs> but uh, he comes up big, so uh, who better uh, than the author of many fine sports books, John Feinstein, including A Good Walk Spoiled on his uh, year traveling around there, year or so with the uh, PGA Tour, what he found out there. So great insight coming from John Feinstein. Mike Mayo later on, Ron Rostein, and AP uh, sports writer Brian Mahoney on the NBA and what's going on in the postseason. Back with all of that in a moment. Now that. The time. Tato one. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.